this is Jessica with Rabbit's Den, and we're joined today with Angel, and she is a part of two businesses, Lateral Law, and I can help with that. And um, we met at an event, gosh, I think almost two years ago now, <laughs> um, and I just immediately connected because you have like such great energy, and you're also very professional, and um, I we've continued to work together, and then in addition to you now being my attorney, uh, we also, you have other stuff going on with, I can help with that. And so I was wondering if you might be able to kind of give us a story of your journey of like how you started each of these and then maybe bring us along how they and how got to where they are now. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, so my, my, you know, it's, it has been a journey. Um, I, I went from college to law school and out, right out into private practice uh, working for others uh, in the law firm as uh, in complex litigation, uh, actually, but it was extremely unhappy uh, working in law firms uh, because, well, because both law firm culture, but also I'm a very independent person and I do things differently, including my approach to being an attorney. Um, and the last law firm I was in actually asked me to leave because I was, they thought I was getting rid of business uh, because people would come in and I would counsel them and I would counsel them not to sue because litigation is not an answer to your average person's problems. And to me, that realization of how much I wanted to counsel people, uh, not just be a lawyer and, you know, take their money and, and have them create a legal problem for themselves. Uh, was an aha moment of how different I really am and that my my joy would be actually in helping people uh, both improve their lives but also meet their goals and that translated into when I started getting uh, more spiritual metaphysical training at that point in my life I was already a practicing Buddhist but um, years later I, I actually encountered uh, additional broader spiritual training uh, and that's where the origins of, of I can help with that come from so I do both tarot and runes uh, I have a series of, of energy healing work that I do with people, but I'm also a guide and counselor in the lineage of King Solomon. And being a guide is much like being an attorney, uh, but we're just talking about your spiritual journey and spiritual systems that you can set up for your life. Um, and you look at everything energetically. So similarly uh, with my law practice, when I'm advising business people, I might use legal terms and more acceptable terms if folks are not on the same metaphysical path as I am, uh, but I will be counseling them in a way that is looking at things holistically, including body, mind, and spirit. Uh, and it was about uh, maybe, wow, probably six, wait, 2013 was seven years ago <laughs> uh, that while I was in a, on a, on a, a trip up the tree, otherwise known as the Kabbalah journey, uh, that I was sitting there trying to make a Facebook page because I had the epiphany that I was, as a solo practitioner, both under, uh, I wasn't utilizing all of my skills. And so I had been working actually in corporate as a project manager at this time, but I wanted to relaunch my law career. Um, and I also wanted to like do things related to the metaphysical things that I'd been learning. And I was sitting there trying to do a Facebook page and that's where the name I can help with that came up because I realized I do so many things I couldn't just 
put one thing on a business card or 50 things on a business card. Uh, wow. So when I launched, I can help with that. It was including, it was just a hodgepodge of everything, including my law practice, uh, as well as all of the metaphysical options uh, that I provide. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually now they, I've split them out a little bit uh, because I've actually launched my own law office. So I'm going, you know, full-time law office and consulting as well as um, now being a certified guide uh, in the lineage. Which is really awesome because I know as a client of yours, one of the things that's very helpful is like last week when we were talking, you know, I had to make a decision and it was great because I didn't have to sit there and go, oh, I can't, I can't necessarily talk to you about this because you might not understand it. I was very easily just, here's the situation. And you're like, this is what the energy feels like. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> From my perspective, it was super handy. <laughs> um, and you've also took the same approach I have towards, let's say, conflict. Um, because I have gotten myself into some situations where I'm like, why is this going this way? And it shouldn't. And then you, you came in and kind of rescued the situation for us because you do have the goal of peace and being able to move on versus, um, some other people who might have a different agenda. Um, so on the law side, I want to kind of go into that a little bit. And then come back to, uh, I can help with that. So on the law side, so many people that are listening here are either individual practitioners or they have these goals and dreams, but they're not quite sure how to get there. And so I was kind of wondering, like, when you're a business and you either have nothing legal done or you're ready to start out what are the types of things that a practitioner in the metaphysical field or in the healing field should be looking for? Yeah, that's a great question. And thanks for asking that. And actually a, a large variety of my clients right now are in that, um, have been in that same boat or in, in that same boat or have just moved beyond. Um, that's kind of that starting from bringing it to idea into the, into the world uh, is where I love to work and help people uh, get there. Um, and it's not a traditional, like there's a traditional legal answer to it. Well, it's like you need a business license and you need to choose your entity if that's where you're going to go and you need to decide, you know, what, what are your services and uh, yada, yada, yada. But what, what you need very first, even before you go online and apply for that business license, if you're in the state of Washington or otherwise, uh, is, is you need to be clear on what it is that your vision is and why that you're doing this. So have that formation, that full business that you feel in your gut. What is the purpose of my business? Why am I doing this? Because your energy as the entrepreneur of that business is what's going to carry it forward. Mm -hmm. um, and if, if your answer to why is, well, because someone told me to, then you're never going to have the energy <laughs> to push it like past the point of just being an idea or doing things you know, sometimes here and sometimes there. Um, but if you can find that drive in your gut, you're like, oh, well, this is why I'm doing it. And this is what makes me tick. And this is related to my purpose. That's going to give you the fuel um, that's going to make you 
want to do more, add more, make, make being part of the business fun, and also help you get past those challenges of where the doubt and the negative ego are going to stop you. Because again, because the business is you, all of your fears, all of your doubts, all of that programming that says you can't, or that from your, all of your inner child wounding, that's all going to come up and stop your business. Yeah, um, for sure. So you, you have to know why you're doing it so that you don't get in your own way. <laughs> uh, now, if, if you ask yourself that question, you're still a little unsure, well, at least do your best <laughs> to like get down like a vision and a purpose. So you have something to start with. And then from there, that's where you get into, yeah, naming it and um, thinking about, okay, well, if this is why I'm doing it, these are the services that I want to offer. This is how I want to help people. This is how I want to present myself in the world. Um, and that's when you can then decide, okay, what container am I going to put it in? Uh -huh. um, because in order to create, we need a container. Uh, and so, and that's the part that's often scary for a new business person. Uh, maybe for also like the, the working from the spiritual realm, there's a lot of, there's a lot of programming that says, oh, well, if you, if you participate in the matrix, like then you're not doing the right work, for example. Uh, but in order to be participating in the business world that it is, we have to present ourselves as professionals. So we do have to participate in the matrix. We do have to speak the language uh, yeah. of the law uh, so that you can actually be successful and abundant in your business. Um, so once you've got that core purpose of why, then it's the time to step in and choose your container, which is, yes, uh, am I gonna be a sole proprietor? Am I gonna be an LLC? Um, and to do the, the, the next step of the business things. And that's when taking something like one of the basics of business classes that I offer, I would recommend to people because then you can just get a sense um, and of, of, okay, what are the basic steps I need to do? And then how do I act to be a business? Um, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I, I'm so glad you brought this up because a lot of times what I run into is exactly what you're saying. It really stood out to me when you were talking about like participating in the matrix. Because when I first started talking to other practitioners and healers in this environment, it was really confusing to them because they did feel like they didn't, they, they couldn't participate because then that would kind of go against what they're doing. And it's like, no, like that's, that's the world. That's how we function in this current society. And not always does, uh, depending on your, your philosophies, not, it doesn't always mean anything to like when you're talking to guides or getting um, guided from um, the universe or what have you, because they're not here right now. I mean, they are, but they're not right. And so like, they okay. don't, Understand that this world functions in an environment that is completely different than what they were in. And so I think that that's awesome that you brought that up because it, no matter what type of practice you have, you're practicing. And in our society, that leaves you open for liability. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so glad you brought that up because that it's, I'm always like so sad for people when I'm like, what? You don't have a, a contract? Or you don't have a, a, you know, like a privacy thing or, you know, a way of pay. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> right. And, and one of the things that people don't think about is by rejecting the structure that is what we have to work within in this day and age. Like, by rejecting that, you're rejecting the container that 
exists for this physicality uh, that we hold business in. And if you reject your container, then you don't have anything to create from. Uh, because with, even if you think of biology, right? Like, bio, like as women, we have a womb and from whence creation comes from. So to, in order to create, you need a structure to hold your creation. Uh, the materials we have is the matrix in this physicality on earth at this moment. So we have to create a container and that container is what the law says that container is. Uh, and so that's being a sole proprietor. So I apply for a business license with whatever state I'm in and I'm a sole proprietor and you're just doing business as yourself, but your container is that recognized structure of having a business license and then doing the business systems as in taking, having a contract that that piece of paper says I'm doing business with this other business. Uh, and so each of those things is, is strengthening that container from once you create so you can have the, the abundance and flow in your business that you need. Similarly, if you decide to have an LLC, now your container is that paper story that is this business entity that exists nowhere but on paper. So every contract you have, your LLC formation and operating agreement, that's what brings that container into, into this reality. And then your business operates within that container. Uh, and so you want to choose that container and nurture that container because that's where your abundance is going to flow from. And then, yes, you're recognized by this physical world, this, the, you know, whether you call it the matrix or whatever you call it, the system, um, you're recognized by this physical world so you can do business in it. Um, because if you're not, then you're, you're, you're doing everything under the table and you're diminishing your worth and you're, you're really diminishing and hiding what you're putting out there, even if you don't think you are, uh, because you're not doing things in a way that's recognized uh, by the physical world that we're operating in today. Uh, and I've had to have that co coaching conversation with a number of metaphysical practices over the years because they think by participating, they're somehow sealing and saying that it's okay. And the answer is no, if you're participating isn't. That's, it's saying you're okay, actually, and that you're going to use the materials that have been presented uh, in the world we're living in. And our guides actually love it when we do that because we're finally then doing what they're asking us to do. <laughs> as opposed to making excuses <laughs> about, uh, you know, because it, it really, at the end of the day, it is our negative ego that's tricking us into saying that we can't do things or participate in the way that the world is here. This is the physical world we live in. Yeah. Um, that's not changing anytime soon. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I, yeah, that's so awesome. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're talking <laughs> Oh, you're, you're practicing it. And so many times, like even in our business coaching, we've been like, you need to get an attorney. And I think like you've just addressed everything that gets brought up at every time we're training or coaching or counseling, you know, it's, it's always just like, what are you doing? And you explained it so much better. So <laughs> <laughs> now when you were going through this journey, you um, started doing you know, like you said, you kind of started embracing both and you have, I can help with that. And that I think was one of, I mean, it could be wrong, but I, it was the first time I had seen you. So I'm assuming it was the first time you had done an event at, um, in that group that we both were a part of for a while or are. Um, and with that, you kind of not, you just went a totally different direction. And I know I was like, wait, what you're, you're doing what? Like, this is cool. So can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing with I Can Help With That? 
Uh, sure. So I look at what I do with, I can help with that is like a transformational consulting, uh, not your traditional, like, yes, I do tarot reading. Yes, I do rune reading. Uh, yes, I do a number of energy healing modalities. Yes, I teach meditation and I facilitate meditation. Um, yes, I have other classes that can help you on your spiritual journey. Uh, but what I look at it holistically is what is the offering that I can put in front of an individual right now. Um, like what metaphysical option can I provide you that will help you step on your life journey towards your purpose so that you can live a joyful life? Because when we're living our purpose, that's where we find true joy. Um, happiness is fleeting and is always an external thing. So how do we get to the inner core of who we are, love ourselves, and transform ourselves into the person that we're on this planet that we chose to be on this planet right now to be um, that we've just forgotten you know so whatever tool I have in my toolbox when I'm working with an individual I will will use it to get there and interestingly enough a lot of people that are are drawn to with if I have a booth in a fair you know and I'm presenting myself I'm wearing something like I would when I would be an attorney um, even though I might have rabbit furs and and stones in front of me and a deck of cards but the people that are drawn to me are often people that are trying to solve a problem uh, mm -hmm. and how I how I even work with the cards and runes if they have a question is not me giving them advice but me facilitating them talking to their intuition about how to solve uh, the question that's at hand. And frequently there'll be business owners or entrepreneurial moms or uh, people just thinking of an idea, but the, ultimately they're all searching for what's my purpose in life. And there's something drawing them to ask that question and then they see me and they are like oh I can get there even if they don't know <laughs> when they first sit down why <laughs> they're sitting in front of me but they're like I was drawn to you <laughs> so let's go and we'll and, and then we'll get into it and oftentimes those folks will also become my legal clients because they do want to start a business or they yeah. do have something that's been sitting on the shelf for a really long time um, or they do want to take empower themselves and be initiated into the lineage of King Solomon because that spiritual training school is calling to them to kind of trans to go on a, on another level to you know transform their whole life <laughs> inner and outer and, and 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 get some additional guides to help them with their spiritual purpose if they realize that's where they want to go um so it's they all end up blending it's just i have more uh, well I have more tools in my toolbox from the metaphysical side than i do from the legal side uh, mm -hmm. but but however a person finds themselves in front of me, ultimately their journey is, finds, they're alchemically transforming something, <laughs> regardless yeah. if, they, if they get into it initially with me uh, that way. So, Yeah, it's so, I, I love that you brought that up about people, I mean, essentially you get brought and people are attracted to what it is they're seeking. Because I know that's the same with art, like, forever I didn't know how I was going to have the astrology in my world because I was also in a very professional classic world and when I was getting clients it was always the same thing like you said I always get two clients I would get people looking for their purpose in life and I get people who are trying to heal because they're like they have similar like autoimmune or something and so I, I totally appreciate that you're getting the same thing. And I think, like you said, like you're a master at creating that compartment that people can move forward in. And so 
if they are aware or not, they're drawn to you because you have the tools on both sides to be able to help them move forward into their next step or to get them the clarity that they need. So. Exactly. And like, for an example, one of the things I actually do in my, I can help with that, but it's rarely listed and I don't do it at like a bit of physical fair, but I, I coach people on writing their resumes or their CVs, their curriculum vitae. And I just had a client who I work with on it and the act of making a list of skills, she was just so stuck. She was like, well, I don't have any skills. She's a, she was a doctor, like an MD and, and with an additional training in aesthetics, which is like a form of elective surgery, like almost like plastic surgery, but different things. But so she's got all of these decorations and her CV is very medical, but she's like, I don't have any skills. And I sat down with her and I just started, to, it was like, tell me some stories about things you've done in your life. Well, it turns out she's like an avid skydiver. She saved lives on airplanes over four times. Like, so she'll just step in. She's traveled the world, been to over 80 countries. And I'm like, holy cow, like, what? <laughs> what do you mean you have no skills? But I just started taking her words and translating them. I was like, okay, so you have critical thinking. Uh, you know, you're, you're a quick thinker, you're a go-getter. Like, you know, we just started doing these words. And then she started having that aha moment when she started hearing her life reflected back to her. She's like, you've just shown me what my life purpose is and who I am through this act of making a, you know, a piece of paper. And I was yeah. like, oh, and she's like, I'm going to go write a blog about it. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Great." laughs> But that was a moment of using that, again, like it was a transformative moment for her, but the tool in front of me was just working with her in relation to her CV and how she could see herself uh, yeah. and see herself broader as a doctor, which is what she was feeling trapped in. She's like, that's the only education and training I have. But I'm like, well, you've, are, you're a very interesting person. You have tons of education and training. You just did it through the school of traveling and through the mm -hmm. school of quick thinking, like, you know, like saving a person's life, like who can, that's amazing. And the yeah. fact that you had the strength of character in that moment on an airplane to be like, this is what I'm going to do. We're going to get this person through this. And other doctors don't necessarily have that, but there's something that you brought to the table that allowed you in that moment to be so quick thinking and on point and attention to detail and compassionate attention to that person that you could zone everybody else out, but also communicate what was necessary to the pilot of the plane and whatever, so that you could get to where you needed to get to ensure that person didn't die <laughs> like which yeah. is, like, like who does that <laughs> she's like I do and I was like well there you go <laughs> and I'm like and you're putting that in your cv somewhere because that is very interesting and someone's going to be like if that person's smart enough to save a person's life on an airplane I want them working with me <laughs> so. that's awesome that's a great story <laughs> Very cool. Um, I was wondering, because I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't understand the lineage of King Solomon. Mm -hmm. Go into that a little bit so that people can kind of understand what that is. Yeah, sure. So the lineage of King Solomon is an ancient mystery school that has been around for over uh, 9,000 years. And it actually traces itself back to King Solomon and uh, actually before King Solomon, his father, and um, a whole list of names uh, before that. Uh, but there's only seven mystery schools left on the planet today. There used to be more. Uh, but the lineage of King Solomon is one of those. And it, it presents itself now as a, the only mystery school open to the public. And so it has these spiritual teachings in it that have been handed down for generations and through oral transmission. So we call when you're in a class, you'll get a handing down 
And so you'll get these uh, deep spiritual trainings and, and mysteries. Uh, and they're mysteries because they're things you have to take in and then you have to, like, it, it's, <laughs> it sounds esoteric. It sounds occult because, well, it is because it's a mystery. And so you learn, but you learn and you learn through application in your life and then you grow as a spiritual person. And uh, w what happens in mystery schools is that, yes, you're, you, you come in as an initiate. There's power in the act and transformation of choosing to become an initiate in the lineage. Uh, you get things like actually 10 times more of the power of yourself as an individual, uh, partially through the uh the the ceremony in which it's transmitted but in in most cases it's because you choose you know you, you really are activating that life choice that personal responsibility that determination uh, in your life and you're choosing this path uh, and the lineage itself is is vast and broad and holds things from both uh, the Egyptian school and Egyptian magic, uh, Celtic lineage, like I'm a Celtic shaman, but I learned and was initiated as a Celtic shaman through uh, this lineage. And so the, the earth magic that I do, which I love uh, doing ceremonies and cooking and all, all of those things uh, uh, along the Wiccan uh, calendar and year, that's all things I actually learned through this lineage. Uh, there's things I learned in it that sound like Buddhist prayers. And in fact, there are a number of things I do to get rid of negative energies that actually come from a Buddhist uh, tradition. Uh, there's, we, I have a phenomenal relationship with Jesus Christ now that I didn't have when I was a young Catholic. Uh, I thought I needed to have, and I, I get it now because through the teachings of understanding how Jesus Christ is a master of light and uh, ultimate healer, that came to the planet for certain reasons, uh, not to have a church start in his name that controls people like it is now. Uh, that Getting rid of that dogma, I'm able to have that relationship. And I was able to learn that through the spiritual trainings of, of, the, of the lineage of, of King Solomon. And that's one of the reasons I chose to become a guide in it, because now I'm like here holding a lantern saying, hey, there's this school. You can come and learn to find ways to find your highest purpose and, and serve humanity and that there's more to this world than the physicality. There's more to that. And there's an actual science uh, of finding more to this world than this physicality. And yes, all of those feelings you've ever had, that there's got to be more, like this can't be it. The answer is, it isn't it. And, and here is a way that you can through actually like, you know, people are scared of the D word, but a disciplined way <laughs> that you can approach it such that you can expand your life tenfold and um yes it's not it's not free <laughs> like but it's it, but it's an investment in a way to invest in yourself and, and essentially enter a college or university of of learning about the spiritual realm learning about yourself and making commitment to yourself that you're going to expand and sometimes it's really uncomfortable uh, because that's what growth involves is reaching your comfort zone. Um, but it's an amazing journey and, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it back for the world and I want to share it with the world so that there is a way that you and anyone can really open up, um, uh, their, both their spiritual gifts, uh, as well as just their, their physical gifts, uh, and, and find ways to work with this world beyond what is seen and really understand the rules of energy. Uh, and to add on that, the, it, it's the, the lineage is a hermetic lineage. So we follow the hermetic rules, the hermetic laws of the universe. There's seven. I can't list them off without going to a book and you might lose me, but if um, 
anybody's I'm, I've got a degree in philosophy so that was also very attractive to me uh, but you can you can go and read the Hermetica it's not really easy reading but there the the laws of, of hermetics are in there and a lot of the rules of how energy works uh, what goes up must come down as above so below uh, uh, you know rhythm and and uh, hot and cold and degree, they're all actually based off these seven rules. And when you start looking at the world from those perspective of the hermetic rules, it's, it's really interesting what's revealed uh, because you, you have a lot of aha moments and it really helps me as an attorney to think about things from that perspective uh, because these are the rules that hold true regardless of whatever pundit is saying what a thing about an opinion of how things work today uh, but the hermetic laws hold true no matter what no matter what time of the world and era of the world we're in um, so I have a lot of gratitude that I've uh, been exposed to those and that I can use those uh, in my daily life but as well as my practice as a counselor of other people and then be able to and open up this world now to people as a guide does that answer the question? <laughs> no, it kind of went. <laughs> it really does. Um, and I think that one of the, I guess, what makes it, because people hear that and they're just like, oh, you, you hear the words that usually are like um, not in the realm that they're in. And so, especially when you say something like, you know, king. A lot of people <laughs> kind of be like, oh, rules and regulations. And it's like, yeah, these are, these are rules. But like you said, they're disciplines that okay. are help you get along this journey. It's not the um, cutthroat of what society flips things into. Right. And the, the other thing about a lineage is that the lineage has a power to it because these are things that have been passed down for generations and they've been tested. So one of the reasons the lineage holds King Solomon's name is because he invested his, he was, he was a very well off guy <laughs> and, but he didn't take his wealth and just use it for him to have, you know, multiple consorts or whatever. He chose to invest it by building a temple and bringing healers from all over the world uh together to spend 30 years together so they could, could figure out which modalities what ways could we bring about the highest human so how do we make the human be their highest form to reach the adam cadmon as it might have been called uh and and so he he there's a whole uh host of which i know some of the healing modalities from the king solomon healing lineage but these healings do work like phenomenally well and they allow a person to get access to their highest purpose and highest potential and they can transform a person's life from being like i've i've had clients who are severely depressed they get a life activation and they overnight in some cases you can totally change their life from that spark of the life activation now it's magic yes but it's magic with that individual was seeking i need change in my life they get the life activation and they still desire that change and so that spark gives them the fire the engine to transform and to make new choices and take responsibility and find a way out of that depression and totally start rewiring their own brain um, and i'm actually one of those i used to suffer from um, severe anxiety and the teachings and healings that I've gotten through the lineage, which again, these are thousand year old uh, modalities passed down, 
they are the only thing that actually ever helped that. So the severe anxiety is gone. I don't need to even take any supplements or anything anymore to, to help with serotonin precursors. And it's all thanks to the work that I've done in this lineage. And so there's a lot of power in it having been passed down. You know, think about clinical trials, for example, those like to say that a drug works. Well, this is, we have thousands of years of clinical trials that these have worked in the human for. So um, there's, there's power in that and there being rules. And um, I, a certain level of professionality too, because we, here we're taught how to do something and everybody's doing it the same way because that's the way that it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're not encouraged to add your own flair to it uh, because this is the way that has been handed down because that is the way it works. Uh, it's not about your personal ego coming in and being like, I can make this thing that's existed and worked for thousands of years better because I think so. Um, mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that maybe because I've always been a rule follower since I was a little kid and became a lawyer, but I, there's something about having that structure and that history uh, behind it that gives it a, a lot of power. And when you personally experience it, which is no one has ever asked me in the lineage to just believe without actual experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have the actual experience, then you can say, okay, based on my actual experience, this is what I felt and go, oh, okay, great. Uh, and you know, some naysayers of the lineage call us a cult or things to that effect. But if you look up the definition of a cult, they're asking you to believe one person for no reason other than they have a great personality, which generally they don't. (laughs) 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 There, there is none of that, uh, in this teaching because it's all asking you to become your highest and best self and make, and take personal responsibility and make choices and to try things out. And if, if your, if your experience with that is that didn't help me, well, then you can move on and you don't don't do that anymore like that's that's fine Mm -hmm. um but the but it's your choice to to do the things that you want to do um to help your life and then maybe choose once you get to a certain point to choose service and help others um, do the same and grow and expand Mm -hmm. we're all in this together (laughs) as humans right well no i think that that is incredibly helpful um it's very intriguing and then in addition to that, you know, like in, for you, you know, in this situation, having, again, like that a whole background of spirituality and it's non-biased, it's like everything's open for conversation, everything's welcome. Um, and then putting it into, as you said, like the matrix of what we're in now and then creating these steps to be able to really in the current matrix, get people to connect spiritually with the constraints of where we're at now. And so mm-hmm. it's just such a powerful thing. Um, I know that that was why I was so driven myself to do the business coaching, because it was just like, you, these are things that are very easy to just expand and people need all this healing. And it doesn't matter your practices or your religion or your beliefs, you go down this journey on your own, but hey, by the way, over here, here's the rule book that uh, we have in our matrix slash society that you have to follow. And maybe that's why I was so attracted to you because I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like-minded. Yeah. And, and, 
as I have learned throughout the years, partially it was my own attraction, but in order to overcome our negative ego, of which the matrix is a big wrapping paper like thing that's like there to blind you. And like a lot of the things that we think, oh, well, you know, I'm going to rebel against this. That's actually your negative ego keeping you trapped in the matrix. So the more we learn how this container works, the more we can actually use it one to our own advantage but also crawl out of it if that makes sense so that you can be working with it but above it not trapped in it uh, mm-hmm. and there there is a certain analogy to the movie the matrix itself and i think that might be one of the reasons we use the word to describe this trappings that we're we're, we're in mm-hmm. of this physical world uh is because you have to i don't even remember if it's the red or the blue pill but you, you have to be able to recognize that this is real but it's not real like our mind can create so much like or our hearts can create so much if we just learn how the rules of how it works so that we're free of it so we're not sitting there blindly being led by our subconscious by our negative ego by societal programming if we can step out of that and recognize that we're fully an actor and we have choice and we do have personal responsibility but the r word is not a scary word like it's freeing like because we every choice we're making is building our life and yes sometimes we don't have an option of having we have two crappy choices but the thing is we still have a choice and if you don't choose between the two crappy choices you you've you've chosen again and so that's a cause it's creating effect and it's building your reality Um, Mm -hmm. and so learning these rules and learning that you have choice and responsibility is extremely freeing uh, mm-hmm. and, and then allows you to create the world you want to live in and, and be living in abundance without a poverty mindset and really be of a place so you can be of service to others. Um, it's it's so funny because, uh, you know, I have, um, I have kids and uh, my, one of my kids is, has, really struggles more than the others in the context of school. And it's the structure of it the way it's set up. And it was so funny because about a month ago, I was explaining to her, I said, but you're missing the point because she was really struggling on this, um, this thing. And I said, you're missing the point. I go, the point is not getting this paper done. It's not getting this type of schooling. It's not all these things. The point is that you're learning to master the society that you're going to be going into. And it's not about like, oh, I have to follow all these rules. No, it's how can I get this done in the rules, the box that they have given me? How can I get this thing done that they've told me to do? That way I can do it in a way that is beneficial for me and still get it done and excel. And she was like, what? And I go, well, what you don't understand is if you, if you don't play by these rules, they're not going to acknowledge your level of intelligence. And you're incredibly smart. And that's why you are going against the grain and against the rules, because you already know that that doesn't mean anything. And I go, but they can't comprehend that themselves. So you have to go through these lessons and go through all the hoops that they give you. Because once you get through it, you get acknowledgement of being completed. And for that, that's what they can grasp. Their brains can't grasp these other concepts you're throwing out because it's way too broad for them they just can't understand it it's not inside the box right 
exactly. That's, that's putting it yet another way and a, and a great way to look at our system and also the challenge that a lot of our young people are having with this, this <laughs> education system because the education system was built by a generation, two generations, three generations prior to them. And when you're, when you're coming into the physical world today, you're evolved past that form. Uh, but yeah. that's the form you're working in. So if you can reach that enlightened state of, okay, these are the materials I have to work with. <laughs> I have to work with them so they even understand uh, my level of intelligence. And yeah, if, if you can reach that point of enlightenment with it, then you can use it to your advantage as opposed to just reject, reject, reject. Because if you reject it, you'll end up literally drugged up, being told yeah. you're wrong uh, or, you know, being sent to something else but it's all about controlling you because you're rejecting it and that's that's its reaction uh, and to to your rejection of it but instead if you lean in and use the materials at your disposal then it will only accolade after accolade you actually and then and push you up uh, in, a, in a way that helps you mm -hmm. yeah exactly but it's really hard for young people to understand that because it, their brains are not wired the way that the people that set up our education system brains were wired and society isn't even wired that same way anymore yeah. but we but that's the system we have uh and but there is a way to choose to be in it work within it and and um overcome it but in a way where you're not breaking it down you're using it to prop yourself up if that makes sense. Right, exactly. Well, and I think that that's why, I mean, to the school context, I think that's why you see a lot of the other schools popping up because they're like, there's so many people and these newer generations coming in, they, they're, they're way more open <laughs> than prior. And so they don't really, um, not only do they struggle inside that system, it's, um, Anyways, I could keep going on about it. And I, yeah. <laughs> so and I have a few asides about the educational system too, but there's actually quite a few people that are trained in my, my school of spiritual thought that are trying to do work on, and, and, you know, like I'm just gonna put air quotes, which we can't see, but fixing the education system or finding alternatives right. or ways so that we can reach and serve our young people today, because that they're, they're the generation of human that are like, well, the future is always the future of the next generation of human. And so they're not being served uh, by the system as it is. But we have to, as humans, we have to fix that. We have to change the container. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's not going to do itself, do it by itself. So, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much. This was amazing. I'm like, <laughs> just hearing you, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'll charge up. And I have all these things. I mean, you know me, I'm a thinker. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know this is going to help so many of our listeners because a lot of our listeners um, in both areas that you work in, like you're saying, like they're all a part of your purpose of getting the coaching and counseling done and being able to get people to their higher purpose inside the, the matrix or society that they're having constraints with and also their spiritual growth, uh, which is all a part of your overall well-being. So I, I love what you're doing, and I know this is going to help a lot of our listeners. Thank you so much for being here today. You are, you are so welcome. And I, I, I don't know, you might be asking me this, but something's coming up. I'm actually going to be starting my own podcast called Laws of Abundance, Legal Advice from an Angel. And so it'll be looking at, uh, from an entertainment, but also educational aspect, uh, ways one can look at the law to help uh, build their, you know, build their life and, and apply it to their business, apply it to their life, 
uh, yes. but it's going to be incorporating using language that people are is ready to hear uh, mm -hmm. that you know from that more energetic perspective and looking at the law from that holistic uh, metaphysical transformational place uh, so That's I'm doing awesome. that it's going to be called laws of abundance, laws of abundance. Uh, yeah tagline legal advice from an angel because my name's angel and I happen to be a lawyer <laughs> so uh, yeah <laughs> Awesome. But I also work with angels. Great. We'll look out for your podcast and then um, we can put it up on um, as well so that people can connect with it because that's definitely awesome and right up our alley. <laughs> yeah, it won't be launching until July. I'm just starting to work on it, on it right now, but I'm pretty, pretty excited about it. Uh, yeah, in the context of everything else. But also hopefully people who hear this um, and hear about me and they're struggling with that part of either getting their business going or the things that they need. I, I hope that they reach out because I'm, I, I can help with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I too, I know we've talked about, and I've kind of prefaced it and let people know that we're having some workshops coming up um, that are going to be encompassing stuff. And so maybe offline, we can have that conversation about you teaching some of this legal stuff because I think a lot of us would appreciate your perspective, but it, it is when you're first, I know when I first got into business, it was really overwhelming and it was hard to decide. I mean, I've gone through four attorneys and I, I have been in business as many years as I have gone through attorneys. You know, So, I mean, I've been in business longer, but on my own and it's mm -hmm. when you go out on your own. And so I think that in this perspective of like, trying to narrow things down, trying to find the right people to bring in and get counseled from. Um, and then also the overwhelming amount of information we get that does, it's foreign to us. Um, it's very helpful having someone to just be able to um, kind of take our perspective on it and then also go, these are the things you need to do. So hopefully we can talk about um, you and uh, doing some of these classes here, Sam. <laughs> that would be great. I would love to do that. But yes, because as you mentioned, the law in its current form doesn't serve a lot of people and it can be scary. And just the way lawyers are taught to be lawyers isn't of, they're not taught to be a trusted counselor. Uh, and that's what my approach is, is so that you have somebody you can ask those questions and not be afraid to ask those questions. And no one's going to talk over your head. But it's like, how do we solve your problem? Like, how do we really work um, to do that? So, uh, and not have the law be the scary thing, uh, but something that you can lean into and engage and have work for you, because that's ultimately what it's meant to do. Uh, it's just, it's an access issue and a fear issue. So I'm, I'd be thrilled to overcome that with people. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, again, thank you so much. Um, we will definitely be sharing your information. And I am so grateful for your time today. This was really informative. And I, I think, like I said, it's going to help a lot of people. Cool. Well, thanks for having me. And yeah, this was really fun. So. <laughs>